0: Jeff MacArthur, Tom Brady unretires. That's right. Some, what I think, 40, maybe 60 days at most since he announced his uh, retirement. What we can all take from Tom Brady's statement from yesterday when it comes to not living with regret going to break down that statement and talk more about that coming up but first coming down in the last hour austin matthews given a two-game suspension after a headshot in front of the buffalo sabers goal this happening late in the game yesterday during the winter or heritage classic in hamilton scott radley writes for the hamilton spectator is also heard evenings on 900 chml in hamilton and joins us now hey scott good afternoon How are you, Jeff? I'm well, thanks. Uh, Yesterday, uh, you wrote uh, yesterday's game, sorry, felt like consolation on ice for many Hamilton hockey fans. Can you explain that a bit for us? Well, for some, uh, let's say Hamilton hockey
1: fans, uh, I, I think most people who have followed the NHL, especially around Southern Ontario for any period of time, understand, and I use the word complicated as the relationship Hamilton has had with the NHL. It's a very complicated relationship, Because Hamilton had a team once upon a time, it was back in 1925, it was the Hamilton Tigers. They went on strike because the NHL asked them to play more games for no more pay. They became the New York Americans, and that was it for Hamilton. And pretty much since then, this city has tried to get a team. They built Cops Coliseum, now First Ontario Centre, because the NHL sort of said, yeah, okay, do that, and yeah, we'll look. And then the NHL said, yeah, not really. Um, what happened to build are, it
0: and they will come. Remember that well, from field of dreams.
1: <laughs> yeah. I remember everyone around here remembers that very well. Uh, Didn't quite work out so much here. Uh, they offered expansion teams and, you know, Ron Joyce, the guy behind Tim Hortons put up 50 million bucks. Um, that was when Phil Esposito with Tampa was offering unicorns and rainbows and Ottawa, their bid was yeah, a little bit questionable too, but nope, they didn't go to Hamilton and that ticked people off. And then, Jim Balsillie tried to get Pittsburgh and tried to get Nashville and tried to get Arizona. And there have been other rumors. And here we are still 2022, no NHL team in Hamilton and frankly, none ever coming. So
0: what do you believe, Scott? What do you think is the biggest stumbling block when it comes to NHL hockey in Hamilton? Because we certainly saw a lot of fans out and enjoying the game yesterday.
1: uh, You mean today or more over history? I mean, today, there's no way that uh, an expansion team in Seattle went for $650 U.S. and their building was a billion dollars. I mean, we're talking now money that uh, uh, maybe someone around here wants to put that up and thinks they can still make a profit. Uh, It becomes more difficult for sure. But over over the years, uh, the irony of yesterday's game is that most people believe the two teams that are most responsible for Hamilton not having a team are Toronto and Buffalo because of proximity and indemnification and all this kind of stuff. So, um, there's a lot of people who think that even though they cheer for the Leafs, mostly, um, that the Leafs don't want a team here and the Sabres don't want a team here. And that's played out over the years.
0: Sure. And do you think when you look at the uh, past uh, history, particularly when it uh, comes to the uh, Leafs, uh, did it matter how big the check was going to be at the uh, time in order to satisfy them to have another team within kind of their proximity? uh, Or it just was a non-starter that they were just were never going to go for it?
1: Well, so I can't go back all the way to the very, very, very beginning of this whole tome. but the story, the historical story is that part of the problem with the indemnification situation was that there was never an amount given. It was always sort of out there in the ether as well. It'll be some amount, but you're going to have to buy it. You're going to have to get a team and then try and negotiate that. And so who knows what that money was going to be? Maybe, you know, once upon a time now, again, um, much bigger money these days, but once upon a time, there were rumblings that it might be 50 million bucks to the Leafs might satisfy them or to the sabers who knows what that number really ever was or would be today. But it's, it was, it was, it was just sort of, well, we'll figure it out once you get your team. Well, that that's, that's a tough negotiating position.
0: Sure. So, and you mentioned Seattle a second ago and bring it here again to present day. I mean, the money now just so big, so astronomical that it is beyond the market of a, a Hamilton. And maybe I'm just wondering most canadian cities uh now when it comes to uh, some of those dollar figures
1: well you know quebec city has their brand new arena what reasonably brand new arena so maybe you know if you don't have to build a new arena for the hundreds of millions or billion dollars maybe somehow you can make it work if it's just the franchise fee but i mean look the the, the nhl if a team moves the NHL other owners don't really get anything from that. They love expansion fees because they all get money. So, you know, we keep hearing that that some team might move, i.e. Arizona might move to Quebec. Well, if you're the NHL, you don't want a team to move to a potentially lucrative Canadian market and nobody else gets anything out of it other than the owners of Arizona. They want to make sure if it's ever going to happen that Everybody gets a piece of that pie and they can charge Quebec whatever they want. So where, uh, you know, where a stumbling team like Arizona might go, um, probably not up here. But then, you know, how much does the NHL decide that we're they're going to try and take a Canadian market for? And could Quebec, as an example, even afford that when the number finally comes out? Could they even do it? It's, you know, the, the Quebec and Hamilton in a lot of ways have been in a similar place, except Quebec, of course, had the Nordiques. For many years, but it's, um, it, you know, it, it is getting to the point if it hasn't reached it already, where the dollar figures are so astronomical now that the mid-sized, mid-market areas, Hamilton, Quebec, whatever, um, really hard to imagine making it work at this point.
0: So all of that being said, and that is a backdrop to yesterday, Scott, uh, what was the atmosphere like at Tim Hortons Field? What was the atmosphere at the game yesterday? Would you maybe say, uh, I don't know, a little melancholy perhaps?
1: See, I, I, the atmosphere was fantastic. And, and part of what I wrote when I wrote about this is if you've lived in this city for a period of time, you have that as your backdrop, and you know about the Sabres and Leafs, and you know about everything. There's a lot of – Hamilton is a city that has a lot of changes, in the last decade or two. There's a lot of people here now who are didn't go through that, who are new Hamiltonians. They've moved out of Toronto because prices for houses are too high or whatever else. That's not their history. And so for a ton of people who were at the game yesterday, they don't have that baggage that they're carrying around. It was just an outstanding, fun afternoon with snow falling and outdoor hockey and Tim Horton's field. And even the people who, Do have that, you know. I do wonder if there's now a a a recognition that, as we just talked about, Jeff, that the chances of a team coming here now are almost nil. And if it's time just to say, you know what, Um, we can we can hold this and gripe about it forever, or we can enjoy what does come here now and again. Uh, I don't know that that there's some people here who are never going to get over it, and I understand that because they've been screwed around. I mean, Hamilton has. Hamilton has played the fulcrum for the lever that the NHL has used to pressure other cities more often than we like to think, Mm. but it's, it's maybe it's time just to say, you know what, this was just a great experience and we don't have to be sour. We can just enjoy it without having to concentrate just on the history.
0: Yeah. Just finally, Scott, if another NHL team does come to the area Hmm. with the money being as big as it is now, is it a second Toronto team? Is there any doubt about that anymore? Kind of like New York has got the Rangers and the Islanders that it would be a second team with the Toronto banner.
1: Yeah. And the Devils. I mean, yeah, it's uh, for sure. And the big reason for that is uh, if you were talking about there's a plan in place right now that first Ontario center, what was cops Coliseum is going to get a redo, but it would have to be a much bigger redo many, many more hundreds of millions of dollars, plus the fee to get the team here. There was a thought once upon a time that if there was a team in Hamilton, it could be the less expensive option. You know, you're going to pay a fortune to buy a ticket for a leaf game, but you could come to Hamilton and get it for a little less. I'm not sure That's the case anymore. Maybe a tiny bit less. But again, you're not talking about, you know, come to Hamilton for the bargain basement NHL experience. Uh, That's not it. Not if you're paying the money that you would have to have. And so, yeah, you would have to be hitting an awful lot of people who can't get leaf tickets coming here, but being willing to pay the price that you would pay almost probably almost what you would pay in Toronto
0: all right well listen it was a lot of fun to watch uh yesterday it was. And, can, and can i just say as a mcmaster grad a lot of love for the city of uh, hamilton in this uh, studio uh, right here it was great to uh, watch and scott really appreciate the time with us this afternoon thanks so much anytime jeff all right scott radley writes for the hamilton spectator and has heard evenings on 900 chml in hamilton and we're back after this break you're listening to the jeff MacArthur show